Please be seated. I'm always a little nervous when fire is this close to my hands. Good morning. When the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? Before we try to answer Jesus' question, I want you to remember the context. Jesus and his disciples are closing in on Jerusalem, and we know what happens there. He's preparing for them when, what happens maybe after he's gone, and he's talking about, to them about the day when, when the Son of Man will come, or return. But by the time that Luke writes this down 30 years later, as far as most people could tell, Jesus had not kept his promise. The Son of Man had not come. And there was a lot of evidence that, that God was not keeping the promise of answering their prayers for justice. In other words, it was not an easy time to follow Jesus. Roman soldiers were hunting down Christians, either throwing them into jail or tossing them to the lions. Jesus promised to be right back, only he was not right back, and people were losing heart. When the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? And to, to the point, the kind of faith that the Jesus hopes to find, he, he tells this mysterious story about this widow. A woman who had lost her husband, and back at that day and time, that she had lost basically everything in her life, her status. And yet she did not lose heart. All she has left is her faith, we are told. And according to Jesus, her faith is more than enough. When the Son of Man comes, will he find faith? But just what is it about her kind of faith that he wants us to see? Well, first of all, it's the kind of faith that does not give up, does not run away, does not let go. Every day we imagine her marching into that courtroom, and she will not stop. Every day she throws up her arms and prays for an answer, and she will not give up. She cannot appeal to the judge's sense of compassion because he has none. She can't appeal to his idea of right and wrong because he doesn't have any. She can't appeal to his faith in God's law to take care of the widows because he has none. And yet she doesn't give up. She knows her condition better than anybody else, and yet she will not be ashamed. She will not be pitied. She will not be defeated. She will not be a powerless victim. She is thrown off her shame. She's thrown off her fear and her grief. I just want you to feel the power in this woman. It's the kind of faith that does not need an answer to every prayer that we pray. It's the kind of faith that rests in a promise of hope, even when we're not sure today. It's the kind of faith that rests, I think, in, in a community that may be believing when we cannot believe. You see, I've met this widow. And I'd be willing to bet that some of y'all have too. I've, I've seen this kind of faith. This particular story is of Lucille. She was about 70 years old when we first met, and she began talking to me very tentatively. She was a part of that generation that had been told all their life that, 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 that doubt was a, was a sign of, of a lack of faith. The last person you want to talk to is a priest. 
But over time, she began to kind of trust our talks until one day she just kind of blurted out of my office what she'd always wanted to say. Forty years ago, I watched as my 10-year-old son was hit by a car and he died. And on that day, I died too. And that's the moment when I realized the depth of this woman's faith. She was a widow. She was all alone, really. For 40 years, though, she kept going to church. For 40 years, she cried out for an answer for justice. For 40 years, she kept showing up, and she would not give up. And during our very last conversation, she gave me a note. I was moving on to another church, and this is just a portion of what it said. Russell, it's strange, but for 40 years, I have struggled for an answer that I never really needed. For 40 years, I've wrestled with a prayer that I thought was so lacking. For 40 years, I have wondered if I had any faith at all. Only now do I know that what I always had is enough. It's more than enough. To know that we are enough is powerful news. To know that our faith is enough is healing. And y'all, it is present in this room today. It's in your letters to me. Those of you being confirmed, received, reaffirmed, and baptized. Some of y'all had plenty of reasons to give up. Some of y'all had lots of reasons to walk away. And yet you're sitting in this church today. I mean, some of you had, have been beat up by churches. Some of you have been bullied, betrayed, and even abused. And yet look at you. You're here. You didn't give up and God didn't give up on you. I mean, to, to know that God has made a claim on our lives that is eternal and absolute, that is the greatest news of all. To trust that God will never give up on us. When that kind of takes hold of our life, there is no telling what wrongs in this world that we can stand up and make right. And it's underneath all that we're doing in this baptism and these confirmations. It's in your, about your faith, but it's also about God's faith in you. That God's never going to give up on you. The second thing about this kind of faith that I think is in this, this woman is that it really does enkindle in us a power. It can inspire someone to stand up for what is right. Even when what is right is not granted as it is for this widow. It's the kind of faith that takes risks for the sake of love no matter the cost. It's the kind of faith that will not be tucked away in a pew on Sunday morning, but will dare to be about the work of God's kingdom out there in the world. You see, this woman, she stood up. And she kept speaking out. And she did it over and over and over again because I think that somehow she loved something more than her own life. Her own security, her own popularity, prestige. She cared about something bigger, this, this idea of justice. And as trite as it may sound, the world needs more faith like that. But please do not hear this cry for justice as something political. 
something personal, something social. Listen for her plea for justice as one that is about her faith and about her love. This is not a political matter. This is a spiritual matter. It is about compassion. It is about loving your neighbor, which is the justice of God. My wife, Robin, is a school teacher, and she told me this story that I want to share with you. And I'm going to read it in her own words. I had a student from Honduras join my first grade classroom in January. I'm very conscious of not asking many personal or prying questions, but our relationship had developed, and he often joked around with me. So during the last week of school, I was curious as to how he got to the USA. So I asked him, did you fly to America? And the little boy said, oh, no, Mrs. Kendrick. We ride a bus for a long, long time. Then we ride in a car a long, long time. And then we walk and walk and walk. Then we see the police and we run and run and run. <laughs> then we walk and we walk and we walk. Then we see the soldiers and we run and run and run. Then some nice people find us and they take care of us and we make it here. This is not a political story. I told you that story because I wonder about those nice people who find us and take care of us. I'm only going to speak for myself. I want to be that kind of person of faith. I want to be known not for the faith that I profess with my lips on a Sunday morning, but for the faith that I have the courage to live between Sundays just like this widow in the story and just like those nice people. And St. Christopher's, I know that y'all want to be the people of that kind of faith too. The kind of faith that sticks together and will not give up on each other. The kind of faith that will dare to stand up for the sake of love, whether it's outside these walls, down the street at the school, or halfway across the globe. The kind of faith that will dare to talk about issues that we don't talk about in church. The kind of faith that will strive for justice and peace among all people and respect the dignity of every human being. When the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? The answer, my friends, is yes. Yes, he will find that faith. Because y'all, that kind of faith, it's all over the place, right here in this room in you. Thanks be to God.